Welcome to the Imagine Momcast. More answers, more Jesus, more fun. I am so excited. I just finished the first draft of my first book and I can't wait to put it out at the time of this writing. I still have to go over it and then I'm hoping to get it out as a beta version so that I can have some people look it over and make sure it's good or see what kind of changes need to be made. But if you're listening to this way in the future, then hopefully by then I'll have put a link to the actual book and you can go buy it. I hope you love it. So I wanted to read today an excerpt from one of the chapters, which is on dealing with your favorite time of the month. So hope you enjoy this and go out and buy the book. When you wake up at seven in the morning, hit the floor and double over in pain as the cramps squeeze you in half, you know it's that time of the month and you know it's going to be a bad day. Well, that's what happened to me one Sunday. I limped to the kitchen to retrieve the bottle of ibuprofen and downed a couple of life-saving, marriage-saving, family-saving pills. Whew. Okay, everything was looking up. It was a beautiful, quiet morning. The birds were singing. The windows were open. I was having a nice breakfast for myself. Everyone else could scrounge, right? I sat down to a steaming cup of hot tea and three glorious gluten-free chocolate chip blueberry pancakes. I was just taking my first bite of melt-in-your-mouth goodness when it happened. People got up. Ugh. Why can't people just sleep for 24 hours the first day of my period? Couldn't the whole world just fall into a nice comfy coma for just a few measly hours? Suddenly Spongebob was blaring, teenage girls were banging around in the laundry room trying to find clothes for church, and my annoyingly chipper husband came bounding into the kitchen ready to cuddle everyone in sight. One look at my face and he made a reverse turn. Needless to say, by 10 a.m. I had barked at everyone in the house, banged around the kitchen, and generally scared everyone to the rooms or outside. I was sitting at the table making a list when I spied my sweet husband sneaking stealthily out the garage door with Bible and notebook in hand. Where are you going? I demanded as he stopped like a kid caught in the cookie jar. Well, you seem like you really didn't want to go to church today, so I thought I'd just head over to the trails and read my Bible there. Then who's going to take the kids to church? You're going to leave me here by myself and make me take everyone? Really, Elaine, I don't think the little boys care if we stay home for one day. No, but the girls care, and they're already getting ready, I said as my face turned red and steam started coming out my ears. I'll tell you what, he said. Why don't I take the kids to church and you go have a relaxing nap? I don't need a nap. Well, maybe I'll just lay down for 30 minutes, and then we'll all leave for church. I said as I stomped off to my room. I turned on the fan, laid my head on the pillow, pulled over the covers, and... Three hours later, I opened one eye to my smiling husband sitting on the side of the bed. Hey, baby, church was great. And so was this nap. Wow, I felt great. I felt like a new woman. 
My wonderful husband had taken care of everything, and I had had a wonderful sleep. I bounded out of bed, headed for the kitchen, and started tackling the dishes. What's on your agenda for today? My husband asked. I have to take Jim to Jen to camp this afternoon. Why isn't she going on the church bus? She's going by herself to this camp, blah, 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 blah. I tried to explain the whole thing in about three sentences. You mean you're going to have to spend all that time and gas driving her to camp? Did you factor that in when you signed her up? Of course I did. I mean, no, I didn't. I don't remember. But I've already signed her up and we are going and you're a jerk. Don't ever talk to me again. I stormed toward my purse and keys. Jen, are you ready? Let's go. I ran out to the car in tears. My husband looked at me in bewilderment. We left. I cried. I forgot about it. Three hours in the car and I came back a new woman for about 30 minutes. My poor husband endured some more emotional whiplash until I finally got everyone out of their misery by going to bed. The next morning, my normal peaceful self had returned. Good thing, because my husband came back for lunch completely out of his mind from having to deal with a terrible situation at work. I had to talk him off the ledge, so to speak. I often think, thank goodness we don't usually have a bad day at the same time. And thank goodness men don't have periods, because I think that might set off Armageddon. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you go out and buy the book as soon as it's available and recommend it to your friends if you love it, and I hope that you do. And don't forget to join our group on Facebook at Imagine Mom and also check us out on Instagram. See you in the next episode.